baseball fans. BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free to play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free to play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hey, what's up? It's Steve Rodriguez of Talk About Gay Sex. Happy summertime. Do me a favor and go to our website, tagspodcast.com, T-A-G-S podcast.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter, get updates, see my blog, and check out pictures. So enjoy another episode of Talk About Gay Sex. And when you're done, go to our website, tagspodcast.com. Talk About Gay Sex podcast is a conversation with its hosts and special guests about gay sexuality meant to create an open forum that at times can enlighten, educate, and entertain. Guests who speak in this podcast, as well as its hosts, express their opinions, experiences, and conclusions and neither Talk About Gay Sex podcast nor any of its advertisers endorse or oppose any particular sexual practice, lifestyle choice, medical treatment, or activity for its listening audience. Listeners should check with their physicians and medical professionals to determine their own sexual practices and health that is right for them. What's going on? You are listening to Talk About Gay Sex. I'm your host, Steve Rodriguez, alongside my counterpart today, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. Boy, did we have fun in our live broadcast the other night. It was a lot of fun. Really good. An interesting turnout and a lot of good feedback. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Exactly. And we launched our Patreon Patreon platform for our, um, like social media and exactly so you see content so we invite everybody to check out our patreon page with all kinds of extra sexy perks you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex where you can get our after show hopefully we can convince our special guest today to do a little after show with us dark and dirty <laughs> and you'll only get to hear it if you join uh, become uh, a member on, on our, our patreon. patreon so go there but without further ado really excited today to have uh, ted bishop dj ted bishop in the house how are you ted i'm great hi guys how's it going good good, good. we should let everybody know that you are the current Current Mr. Urban Leather title holder. Did I get Mr. Urban Bear? Mr. Urban Bear, Urban, 2018. Let me get the right. Yeah, Urban Bear, 2018, as well as Mr. Um, Fire, Fire Island, Island Bear. Bear. 
2018 as well, right? Yes. Two yeah. titles in one year. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty pretty overwhelming, but amazing. Yeah. Wow. Did you like? Was that a goal this year to um, enter both of these? Oh, not at all. There was no intention whatsoever. Um, we, uh, a bunch of friends and my uh, fiance Corey, we all headed out to the Mr. Urban Bear um, Street Fair. Just to have a good time and here in New York City, chill out. yeah, here in New York City, um, and we were just hanging out. I had had a couple of drinks. I was nicely relaxed, and you know, they were mentioning, "Hey, you know, we need contestants. We need contestants. Who wants to run?" And, and they like and, tricked you and into. I it. was like, "Yeah, Boy, they pretty much so tricked funny. me." They were like, "Oh, here, have another drink." And I was like, "Boy, you get a couple like, of drinks in this one over here. Yeah. 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 Cheap date over yeah, here. Yeah, really anything. cheap date. It doesn't take many drinks. Let me tell you. I love it. That's I love funny. it. Um, and so you just entered it on the spot like that? On the spot, and it was it was a lot of fun. I was a little taken aback, but really up for it when they told us that we had to do some. A uh, little drag performance, Dra- which, which was I think I think that's what sealed the the deal for me. Lip syncing, yeah, yeah. I had wow. to perform on stage with a red wig and a green leotard. Oh, so they provided they provided the, <laughs> they give you the props or okay. Whatever. So we need a picture to post on our blog because we've got to see this. I know there's a picture out there what somewhere. There, oh, there are. What, was, lo- what, was, what was the song? Um, I think it. If I it was uh oh. Uh, I Want to Dance with Somebody by Whitney Houston. Okay. Oh, good one. I believe. Oh, no. So Emotional by Whitney Houston. Okay. Oh, even and better, because yeah. that's, that's one of her, yeah. you know, unsung, you don't hear that one as much, and I prefer that song. And that's actually why I think I won, because uh-huh. the other contestants didn't really know the song. So oh. my lip sync was... Kind of on, on point. point. <laughs> so you literally lip sync for your cocktail. <laughs> yes, I did. I really did. It was, it was, but it was a really, really amazing day, wow. um, and that was a lot of fun. And uh, the, the funny thing is that I went into it not necessarily with the intention of winning, but thinking to myself that if I do win, because it was actually the first time ever they'd had anything like this. Nice. So um, I was thinking to myself, hmm. I'd have the ability to actually take this and shape it and do something with it, yeah. make it something more than just a little, you know, party, uh, you know, party prize. Oh, cool. um, so that was my intention right from there. Um, and then a couple of, I think probably a few weeks later, out on Fire Island, once again, a few drinks were involved. <laughs> <laughs> and um, This one uh, you planned on entering though, yes? No. No. Also, oh. also no. We, because... were, we were just at a pool party hanging out and somebody came over and asked me and said, hey, we need one more contestant. And I was like, Ignore that sound back there. And this always happens in my podcast yeah. when we're doing <laughs> it. <laughs> just, yeah, it's, there's a, we have a listener out there who's going to laugh when he hears this. Oh, that's this, pretty funny. Yeah, sorry. So um, uh, we were at a pool party and they were like, oh, we need one more contestant. I was like, well, who are you going to get? Um, and they were like, would you be interested? And I was like, no. And um, I walked around a little bit and then I thought about it. I was like, hmm. And so I decided, you know, go ahead, I'll throw my hat in. I'm probably not going to win because, you know, I wasn't planning on it. Well, what's funny is that I read that you consider yourself a shy person. I'm very shy. So, I'm sorry, but Jeremy and I both know, Jeremy's run the Mr. Eagle contest here in New York. You, We both know I ran for it. Yeah. It takes a lot. You can't really be shy in these no, contests. No, I mean, because you have like a, a platform to stand for. You have a lot to say. I yeah. mean, and you usually are speaking to like crowds of right. people. Right, plus at, the Q&A. Right, you're on yeah. stage. Sometimes you're on stage with minimal 
and they clothing. They make you wear jock straps. I'm sure that they so had a segment. Well, like yeah, that. they had some explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, the liquor really. Yeah, we're starting helped. to see I'm a pattern. Sure. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, well, yeah. Audience, I gave him some wine. I gave him some wine tonight, so he's he's well um, nourished. Yeah, I, I'm nicely <laughs> sauced already. Um, the the thing was. Uh, I didn't know what the competition would involve this particular year. I've attended this Mr. Fire Island Bear before, um, and but every year it's different. So one of the things they asked us to do was to go out. We had to basically have three outfits. Okay. And one of those outfits was like uh, fetish gear. I, I wasn't fully, I wasn't planning on running. I didn't go out to Fire Island with any leather gear. Well, and for people that know Fire Island, it's hot. I'm yeah. assuming this is in the middle of summer. Yes, it was in June. Nobody really re- brings their fetish gear because it's usually, it's leather. It's, it makes you sticky. So yeah, why would you? Yeah. So unless you're hardcore, you don't usually bring your leather with you. Right. So of course, leave it to my fiance. Uh, <laughs> of we should mention, some. just real quick to interrupt you there. Of course. Um, Corey was on, or Corey Harmon was on episode 36, Finding Your Fetish Part 2. I was just re-listening to that. It's a really great episode, you guys. And Corey is your fiancé. I didn't even know yeah, that. Um, yeah, so yeah we're, we're planning a 2020 wedding. Nice, nice. Yeah, so. well, go on. We'll talk more about that after. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, uh, he had something that fit me, and we tried it on. We thought it would work. And um, I walked out on stage in sheer boxers. Wow. Yeah. Sure. So, boxers. Anything underneath? No. Nice. No, of course not. Well, no. I mean, you I know, love it. I, I cool. might wear a, a thong moment, but and, <laughs> that's and no it, fun. Well, yeah. If I'd had a thong that, that you know, would have fit no, me. No, this I, was more probably, fun. Just, this, yeah. It was more fun to just, just be out, and it was it was intense, and it was kind of a rush. i talk to Corey and borrow those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're great. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I did a little dance and strip tease and I bent over and, you know, the whole nine and um, pretty much through the shyness out to the wind. And um, I think that had something to do with my winning. And was this all at the house that you, at the pool party? Like, no, that's no, this the, was at the at actual the... competition with oh, an okay. audience. And, um, Which is held where? In Cherry Grove? It's actually held in Cherry Grove at Cherry's. Okay. Um in June, and uh, it's it's really an amazing event. Shane Tate runs it, okay, and he he really really puts his all into that entire weekend. Um, Fire Island Bear weekend is is really an nice. amazing. We should check it, check it yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of fun. A lot well, of fun. and it makes sense. I mean, bears in the in in the forest. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, it does. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it works really well. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because as a DJ, you're normally, you know, you're still on stage, but you're still set of back. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't see a lot of DJs entering contests like this. So no, are no. you starting to get over? I would imagine two contests wins later uh, of your shyness. Well, yeah. You know, some of my shyness is, has been pushed aside. I'm not as um, conservative and reserved as I possibly used to be you know I'd, I'd say that i've gotten over some of and that i'm sure Corey can help bring some of that out too. Oh, yeah. well yeah he's not shy <laughs> he's not shy <laughs> um are there any responsibilities or anything you have to do um because you know some of the other contests for that, a title holder yeah, they want you right to... yeah there are some some contests where there are mandatory um things that you have to do these titles are a little more loose and so we're open to interpret we're not, talking about your hole. <laughs> no, no, not at all yeah. not at all 
<laughs> um, but uh, the rules and, and the, the requirements are a little looser. And so, but Danny, who was uh, Danny, uh, Danny Jimenez, who was my uh, precursor in, in this title, he shaped and formed the title to turn it into something that could be used for, as, as a public platform to do some good. Great. Um, he stepped up on the platform of wanting to eliminate bu- bullying. Bullying is is very important platform for him. Nice. Um, and bullying my within platform, our in general within our community within our within our community, but also in general the gay community. Um, yeah, and he's done a few fundraisers for the. Um, Oh my God, I'm having a, a, a brain fart here. Um, but he's done a few fundraisers, and he's really brought some light onto um, you know bullying within our community. Yeah, oh, cool. Yeah, good. Um, and my platform is uh, homelessness in the LGBTQ community, and so uh, and this kind of goes to what I'm doing, my first move as a title holder, I'm having a fundraiser at the Eagle um, this coming Thursday uh, on the 20th in conjunction with uh, Mr. Eagle 2018, who is actually stepping down this month, um, Joseph Macchia. And um, we're doing it together to... um, is a fundraiser for the True Colors Fund, um, which is run by Cindy Lauper. Oh, right. I've oh, heard of this. Cool. Yeah, I was like, why do I know this? But not because of the song. Yeah. I've heard of this actual organization, <laughs> yeah. which and, is great. And they really focus on helping the LGBTQ community um, who are homeless. Um, it's been a huge problem. You know, we forget about that, too. Yeah. Sometimes, like, when you think of homelessness, I'm not sure that at least many of us think about our own LGBT yeah, community. You know, as much as... Yeah, and, and you know, when you think about, think about the issues uh, that were brought to light in Pose. Pose, which was a really popular show this summer. Yes, we loved Pose. Reminds you that a lot of us, when we're young, are not accepted by our families and yeah, we're thrown out onto the street. And, yeah. Right. And... Where do we? Where did we go? What did we do? Right. You know, there was you know in New York. Sure, we had the houses that sometimes took you under their wing, and for better or worse, helped you and helped form you. Yeah. And um, gave you a, push a roof over and, your head yeah, and, a, and food to your, it put food in your mouth. Um, I was going to talk about this later because I read that you um, grow, you grew up in the Bronx. Yes, I did. And you grew up with nightlife, and also a part of, you went to some of these. Somebody took you to a, a ball. Uh, or, yeah, or I, a I've year. been to several balls. Um, I was in the house of Jovandeja, um, which was closely associated with the Say house again, of Abiyans, the house of House of Jovandeja. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah, nice. and my father John Great Gabriel Jovandeja. Um, is we're still very close friends to this day. Um, and I don't attend balls anymore, but I went to several over the years um, here in the city. Very and, cool. Uh, yeah, the and only it, one I've been to is the latex ball, but I, that's which, like that's, the annual and that's a, one. That's a different scale. That's, yeah, that's really yeah. not the down, dirty, and gritty. Yeah, I want to yeah. go to like the raw ones that are like, like on random <laughs> like factory or so something. So are they, um, you know, I've seen Paris is Burning, and unfortunately I never... Um, was able to go to the balls. I wish I would have, but um, are they portrayed similarly to what you would experience on the pose, the show? Absolutely. Cool. So that's good to know. They got that 
down, down pat. pat. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nice. What's also interesting is that Corey, your fiance, Corey Harmon, um, his parents grew up. I was just listening to his um, podcast and his parents or, which are straight, grew up going to these balls and so forth. And Paradise Garage. And voguing. Wow. And, and, Paradise, and so, and it's interesting how both of you found each other. And was that sort of a, a you know, a meeting point that you guys share that love of that culture? And- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, over, t- I was like, you know, how do you know this music? Because, you know, I would be playing some of the classic classic house tracks at home, and he'd be yeah. like, oh, I love this song, I love it. I'm like, how the hell do you know this? And you're like, <laughs> and how old are you? <laughs> and, and it would be because his mother used to, his mother and father used to frequent Paradise no, Garage. So cool. And one of the things I'll never forget is the first night I met his mom, Gigi, she pulls out her wallet and she goes, look, and she showed me her membership card for Paradise Garage, oh, which she still... For those of us who don't know, what is uh, Paradise Garage? Oh, Paradise Garage was one of the early New York City nightclubs that famously focused on house music. Cool. And it, the place, it was all about the music. It was one of those places where gay, straight, trans, drag, everybody just everything came together, goes. black, white, everything. You just came together in that place. And served And it. you served to the music. Where in the city was it? Uh, that's a good question. I believe it was in Midtown. Okay. Okay. Just Square curious. Area. Yeah. Yeah. And um, but it was. It's legendary. It's legendary. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of it before. Larry and- Levan was was the resident DJ there, and he's wow. considered by many to be one of the the fathers of house music here in New York City. Well, I and really she wanna... had her membership card. That's so cool. Yeah. I love people I love carry. That. Um, there's another club, the Roxy, that people still have their John Blair Roxy? cards. Yes. I lost and... one. I had a membership card to Roseland. I have my gold card. And... I, can't even, I can't even keep my license, my driver's <laughs> license, let alone a, a membership yeah. card. But you know, I do have a library card now. But oh, you know, there you go. Yeah, but. Um, your future mother-in-law sounds fabulous. I want to meet her. Oh, she is. Apparently, she still goes out sometimes. Well, absolutely. She actually does. And um, I, I'm actually DJing a party this coming Saturday, Mailroom at Rebar in Chelsea. And she's coming. She's coming along oh, cool. to dance to the beats. I might have to show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Corey was making me laugh because I guess he went out with his... Um, mom and dad are you know a few years back and he said that he was looking forward to seeing the powder that they would throw yeah. on the yeah. on the dance floor and I didn't really understand what that meant but he said essentially um, that because you can slide more is yeah. that do you under did you know that Jeremy no oh, absolutely. can you explain that. what that was well the the when you throw the the baby powder on the like floor like talcum powder yeah. yeah talcum powder you throw it on the floor it kind of dries up the floor and it allows you to slide more easily on the floor so your dance moves are smooth Smoother. And um, oh, people used to do this all the time at the pavilion on Fire Island. Um, and That's fabulous. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Some of these, some of these old see, school I have things. To see it. I yeah, can't picture it. Oh, it's Maybe really we awesome. Just carry a little bottle of talcum no, powder in our bag. That's <laughs> exactly what to, would happen. Bring it to Rebar next time. We're there. <laughs> and then everybody look at you like you're a crackhead. Because you, oh, you know. Oh, it's also a white. Oh, sorry, that was um, our that wine. Was interesting. Um, we're getting a little <laughs> excited like, here. Give me more. I do. Just realized it's a white substance and might not be the best thing to be sprinkling yeah, around. Exactly, at a that's bar. what I thought. Yeah, of. I just thought of that. <laughs> oh, let me just get out my talking yeah, powder right, and sprinkle yeah. it all right the around floor. you. And yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, okay, Whoops. got it. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the professionals yeah. to figure yeah. it out. Seal it off. That's really cool. Wow, yeah. I'm excited for that. 
Um, so getting back, one of the things that I also wanted to talk to you about is, um, the sense of community and the bear community in particular. And I've read some stuff that, you know, the bear community you've said is very inclusive in a sometimes non-inclusive gay, larger community. And can you just talk a little bit about like what, you know, and then you talk about bullying, Mm -hmm. um, a little bit about that sense of community. One of the... One of the reasons that the bear community became a thing, the reason, it, the, re, the raison d'etre, <laughs> we'll say, um, the reason it exists is that there was a feeling that the muscle boys and the larger, less in-shape guys just weren't mixing well together. Right. There was a sense of judgment and a you-can't-hang-with-us kind of feel. You know, the whole mean girl thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the bear community kind of got built out of that. So it was like, okay, how can we have a safe space where we can hang out and not feel judged? Absolutely. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's, that's what it stemmed from. And it's a great idea. It's a wonderful feeling when you, when you go to a, a, an actual, real, you know, diverse bear event. It's really great. One of the things that unfortunately has also happened is that there is an offshoot of the bear community that is not so inclusive and carries with it that um, mean girl attitude as well, and yet carries around the tag of bears. Um, and You're not speaking of uh, like old guard or anything like that. No, it's not necessarily okay. old guard. But no. still giving it a bad rep because it's not inclusive. It's very not inclusive. And um, and this is something that you've noticed. Oh, it, it's something that has, it's since the beginning of the um, bear community, there has been this little offshoot. Got it. And um, it, it, it carries that that real mean girl mentality. And we, we do our best to try to ignore it, but it's really, really difficult when it infects the bear community with to- not only toxic masculinity, but <clears throat> this real mean, mean girl attitude. Right. Um, a few months ago, when Shane Tate began promoting his Fire Island Bear Weekend, he did a photo shoot with Dan Jimenez, who was the actual reigning uh, Mr. Fire Island Bear at the time. And one of the photos was inspired by Carrie, the movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, and <laughs> he had, he had his, his crown on. And it's, you know, it's a step down. He has to relieve himself of the title. So it was a really, really wild, campy photo where he's like sort of screaming in terror that he has to let go of his title. (laughs) That's brilliant. Yeah, it was a great photo. Awesome. And um, Shane started using it as a promo for the event. Somebody actually sent him a private message telling him that he didn't think that that image was appropriate because it was too feminine. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Yeah. And that is exactly the kind of thing that I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's a level. I guess I never really thought of that as like 
inner bullying for our community. Oh, like absolutely. As, as a as like well, a, it's an a level to it's like an, make fun of people. It's or a just, sociological look at us yeah. because one of the things I was initially asking and talking about is that you know, and why I wanted to talk about it is the beauty of communing. Sometimes within you know, we read stories of people getting bullied or ostracized or you know, <coughs> beaten on the street. But when you can join a community, yeah. you get a sense of pride and and you commune with other like-minded individuals the uh, the downside and you can see this in any sort of community whether it's the democratic national party (laughs) or you know high school is anytime people commune people form cliques and within within the community and that's when you get things like you know i think the mean girls so it's sort of this double-edged sword i think at times because absolutely it always stems from insecurity too which is the most ironic part of the whole thing but people enter the enter these groups because they want to feel safe they want to be with like-minded people but But then it's unfortunate that sometimes things like you know yeah things like this bleed through but what do we do about it what do we do? Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> so what, we, what, we, what, what Dan decided to do was say, you know what? I'm going to take this and I'm going to turn this negative and I'm going to make it into a positive. So he decided that he was going to contact several other title holders across the country and ask them to take photos, use images. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Underbend. Yes. Give us your most feminine look. And Love let's it. create this I think cat- I might have seen this. Oh, yeah. really? And we, yeah, because we they ended did up, lashes he, he and had- heels and stuff, but it was on yeah. like really uh, oh. just naturally butch looking men, but they were like uh, feminized and yeah. like uh, fetishized, like some had fishnets that and stuff. That is so cool. And, and we, we basically, we put together a calendar called Title Holders and Tiaras. Ah, I love it. And each month has a different title holder or group of title holders. Yeah. Um, just sort of tiaras, breaking gender. By the way. Yeah, tiaras. tiaras. Excuse me, tiaras. <laughs> and it's sort of breaking gender lines um, on this calendar. And we've been selling it. And the funds go to um, the Tyler Clementi Foundation Against Bullying. Oh, cool. Which now, <laughs> brain fart gone. Um, <laughs> that was the foundation. So that, it's a current one, and we're almost done with the calendar. Will there be a newer uh, one? Oh, we're, we're still selling it. It's, it's a 2019 calendar. Oh, all right. I'm going to buy one. And yeah, then abso- absolutely. We'll put it up on the and site. I will, I will give you the uh, website that you can order your calendar on. Awesome. But um, I'm Mr. November. Yeah, oh, thank- <laughs> I love it. 
um, Corey and I both, and it's it's really great. And actually, there you can see my uh, my picture from my Mr. Urban Bear drag uh, competition. Fabulous. <laughs> Fabulous! I love that you're doing that. I like that he started that. Jeremy and I yeah. here on the show always play with um, fluidity, and the way any of our photo shoots have always been a combo a of mix, yeah, a mix. Yeah. And I've always done that myself. Yeah. And 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 I think the more examples we can see of that, oh, you take absolutely. those stigmas of you must be butch, you mm-hmm. must be femme. Well, why can't we be both? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, there's and a photographer. Is so all like across the board, so many different uh, There's so many different layers. Like, yeah. 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 I just hate the word altogether, but I mean, it's just a stupid label that is like stamped on our community I feel we've like we've talked about it on the show a lot too when we've seen people on the apps where they'll say you know no femmes no fats mask no. for mask yes. yeah right <laughs> and you know I mean I think the more works like this that come out mm-hmm. that get us outside of you know you must be one way yeah. I think it's only going to is a positive thing this is really good what yeah. you guys are doing another person who actually also um recognized this and decided to do something. It was Thomas Evans. He's a photographer. And he created a collection of work called Feminizing the Masculine. And he basically took these really butch couples, took pictures of them as boys, and then had them in drag or makeup. He's a great photographer in. too. Oh, yeah. you know him. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's an amazing person and he's a great photographer. Um, so... I really love the idea of people going ahead and trying to break those barriers because toxic toxic masculinity within the gay community is such a huge issue still. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And again, it's like everything else. The more examples you see of this, the more it won't be so stigmatized. People may start to change their mind on on immediately writing that email or or whatever to... Exactly. And, but Jeremy and I, we love all that. I mean, we love a good pair of fishnets yeah, on, definitely. on a guy that might, hairy man. Yeah, right. I like where I've worn mine yeah. underneath and that's one of your favorite Lashes fetishes. Lashes and makeup and panties. Didn't you recently and... retell that story of somebody you had? Oh yeah. That, uh, construction worker wore fishnets for me. That's hot. Yeah. There and you go. So like, uh, you I'm didn't like even tell work him. And I, uh, he, I didn't even ask him to wear that, but he had, prefaced like asking me about if I was into that or like just the topic of it and I was like yeah I think it's super hot and then I was surprised and it made out well there you go speaking of wearing like you know different um fishnets or whatever (laughs) your fiance let us in on a little secret saying Uh that you may or may not have had sex with your sash well yes what are your titles that's yeah. very hot. Um, well, I have this really amazing... Yet, was it, which one was it, though? I need to know. Was it was it? my Mr. Fire Island bear okay. sash. Okay, got it. And it's this amazing leather sash with spikes on it. Ooh. And it's 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 really very hot. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, hot. I'm thinking like a birthday sash or like a... I don't know why I was thinking that, too. And here I, we are yeah. talking... And here uh, we're just talking about labels. Know, and like, you and I are going, not that there's anything wrong with it, yeah. but maybe yeah. we had the fishnets in our yeah, yeah, we yeah that's, what it, that's what it was. We were birthday girls that are like around the city. <laughs> we were thinking satin and lace. Yeah, and, and he's and like, silver. no, it's leather with 
with spikes. Yeah, in it. <laughs> yeah exactly. It. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it's really hot. And um, yeah. I mean, it looks just like any other sash. It's just yeah. happens Ooh. to be leather. Yeah. Wow, yeah. nice. Is there videos of this? Um, there may or may, there not, may, be. may not be. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it on the after show. That's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So wanted to break it in, you know, as early as possible. So we the best way to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so you're engaged. Um, yes. And how long have you been with Corey? Uh, Corey and I have been together four years. Got it. Got it. Four cool. Years. Uh, who popped the question? Corey did. Oh, nice. Yeah. He surprised the hell out of me on Valentine's Day. Ah, very yeah, cool. It was very, it was very sweet. Very nice. Sweet. Nice. And Is that when you had the the sash sex? No, I didn't, <laughs> okay. ha- didn't have the sash sex okay, yet. I, I didn't have curious. the sash. I'm just trying, <laughs> trying to do a linear. I didn't have that. No, this was back. This is Valentine's Day. So it was February and the sashes didn't come until May and June. Okay. okay. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Um, and it was at Rebar. It was after our Valentine's Day dinner and I took him out to dinner and we we went to Rebar and surprisingly I was like, oh wow, there's people here that we know. Some of his friends were there and I was like, oh, that's great. So we started having drinks and this, that, and the other and I was like, why are you so like nervous and jittery? And um, oh, and the people that they know, are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, next, you thing, get a point. <laughs> next thing I know, he's like, well, he, you know, he's like, oh, I wanted to give you my, the val- your Valentine's Day card. So he gives me the Valentine's Day card, and I'm reading it, and I'm like, wait, this is a proposal. And then he he takes out the ring, and his his hands are shaking, and Aww. he's crying, and. And he proposed to me, and I, of course, said yes. And it was it was really amazing. And Rebar, it, it was at Rebar in Chelsea, which used to be G Lounge. Yeah. yeah. And G Lounge is where we actually had our very first three dates. Oh, I love it. <laughs> cool. Uh, so, so there's some significance to oh, absolutely. proposing there. Yeah. And we, of course, do our live show. Such a New York Re- moment, too. Yeah, yeah, we do our live show at Rebar, and we did one with, um, speaking of Bears, um, Bear City Bear series, City, the, series yes. the, the writer director. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, and he we showed a clip of him proposing to his um, fiance in at Times, Times Square. Square, and yeah, it was really cool. Doug, Doug yeah. Langway, very cool. So yeah. that has a lot of like that bar has a lot of like sentimentality and, and oh, love. And oh, we yeah. certainly love it. I have so many good memories at G Lounge too. But and have, we're making like, ones at Rebar though. Yeah, so yeah I, I have a lot of great memories. G Lounge was the first place that. Um, you know, gave me my first big break as a DJ. So it has a lot of significance to yeah. me. Um, well, so, an interesting and it remained with the same owners, right? So, uh, so yeah. it's all the same team mm-hmm. that they was added there a before. Couple, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same team. Interesting because um, originally when G opened, speaking of like divisiveness, um, there was a point I remember in the 90s that it seemed like a lot of those, and I'm using air quotes, uh, A-lister um, gays or whites, even at times, were the only people. It Going felt in. a little like. Did you it was notice a that? Classist. It was a little classist. Yeah. Listen, um, <clears throat> I, in my younger years, I avoided G Lounge like the like the plague. Okay, because of this, what I'm because talking of, about. Because of this. Okay. Then I became friends with somebody who was involved with the bar um, in a lot of ways, and I was like, you know what? Fine, I'll go. And I was like, oh okay, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. Right. And um, 
I ended up making it a regular place to go to. And yeah, and yeah. I would go like every week too. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I loved yeah. it. So, yeah. so it's like one of those things where it's like, okay, do you do you allow yourself to have other people predetermine what you think of a place? Yeah, or will you go and find out and for make yourself? Your own, yeah, and right. make your own determination. Yeah, because honestly, I really thought that I would not have anywhere near a good time at this place. I think we think that of a lot yeah, of things. I yeah, so too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We always have these predetermined ideas because of what we've heard or what we've read. Yeah. Or what might happen? <clears throat> or what might happen? But exactly. also, places have off nights. I mean, I think we've been to all bars that have had like one oh one God. night we're walking in and it's like a, a Broadway show and we weren't yes. in the mood for that or right. like which it was fine and there were talented people but we were just like so not yeah there for that right. in the moment and so like I think everywhere has like off nights and then really bomb nights and like, sure and then there's rumors like this too where if you you know believe the hype and yeah. don't experience it for yourself then you're really you're losing out I think yeah. absolutely you know? and and I mean when I think about it so many memories and so many things that ha- that revolve around this this place that I used to, for lack of a better word, despise yeah. for no good reason. You ended up getting proposed to. There. I ended up getting proposed yeah. to. I ended up getting my first DJ gig. I ended yeah. up making some of my closest friendships there. Um, That's cool. So yeah, it's, well, it this might be show. this might be an inappropriate segue, but um, and you can not answer the question. But <laughs> do you believe in open relationships or not? Um, believe you know. in them? Well, I I don't know that. Or what are that, your thoughts on yeah. them? My thoughts on them are that. If it works for you, do it. Good. I like that. Try it. If it doesn't work, I mean, it's not like, it's not like something's written in stone. Yeah, it's not right, permanent. Right, yeah. right. And, you know, I think sometimes people get confused because you're in love with your partner and that doesn't, sex is different. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the thing. Loving someone does not equal possessing them. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> the other thing is that as much as people try to fight it, the human animal is not monogamous. Right. Right. Um, Which is fascinating. It, it is. And, and it, cause we're no, not brought up, I guess, like when you're younger, definitely I think there's not so brought much up construct of like what's That's right and what's exactly not, right. Not. Yeah. I didn't get the handbook. Did you, Jeremy? No. I mean, <laughs> on what to do. No. And I've grown into really, understanding like open relationships and uh, and being able to like maybe the thought of dealing with it or being open if I was to date somebody be okay with it yeah but I think growing up you're always taught like if that's done and somebody steers away from the relationship it's over and it's like a horrible thing and well think about it we're we're raised in heteronormative households yeah we're raised to want to find somebody to fall in love with, get married to, and have children with. Yeah. We don't necessarily need that in particular. Um, as, as gay men, as, as an LGBTQ community, we have the freedom to create our relationships as we need them to be for us, mm-hmm. not to create them based on <clears throat> some constructs that we've been told is the way it should be. I agree. And that's what my sister always says. That's why she thinks that when gay men or or lesbians get married or transgender, Mm -hmm. um, it's because they really want to get married. And it's less of a societal 
construct that and I think we feel they the definitely need to. should have the right and like you said for if it works for you then do it and I yeah. think like even with marriage uh, I think if it works for you then do it and right. if not then and I think that everybody deserves to have that if they want it right yeah. I agree and yeah. when I when I think about it for for the longest time growing up as a young gay boy I never thought to myself oh my goal in a relationship is to get married. That never, ever crossed my mind. I sort of had fantasies. I don't know who I thought I was marrying, but I was like one of those planning the, it was more about the party and the wedding though. Mm -hmm. I wanted flowers. I just wanted a bride just to be a bar, like be my Barbie, but you're you're always going to be a stylist. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I always just wanted that to be like the most. So really we went about, you and I are like for the wrong reason. I'm about like the lavish party, the flowers, the decor. And you're about like wanting to style the bitch. (laughs) And you didn't actually think about it. Yeah. I didn't think about it at all. For me, for me, a relationship was, Oh, one healthy person in the room. Let's build a life together as two healthy people. Period. End of story. That was it. Yeah. And Um, you can do that without, Without the without marriage. the label or without, right. yeah. I'm curious, yeah. did you and Corey talk about this? Like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, we, yeah. we went, you know, when, when marriage equality became the rule of law and um, it happened, I was actually taken aback by how emotional I became about it. Um, you know, the whole crying and, and not believing that it was, because as far as I was concerned, that was something that was never going to be possible yeah. for me. So I never thought about it until it became a reality. And I was like, oh shit, I could actually do this. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with you. I was Jim. emotional just to see that everybody, everybody else's emotions on like the people that really wanted to get married mm-hmm. and didn't ever, weren't a- ever able to. And then you and I were on the front lines when it happened. Cause it was, we were, we were on the Eagles, uh, gay pride float mm-hmm. and we saw the tears yeah. and I'm and so glad like, I had, and it um, was like a very glasses on. And I had these yeah. like, you know, lady Gaga glasses on. So you couldn't see anything <laughs> yeah. because I was bawling because as we got it's to like amazing. Christopher street, yeah. it, it was, was so emotional year yeah. and just the emotions and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember going down to Grand Central um, that very night and looking up at the Empire State Building and they had lit it up with the uh, rainbow colors. Oh my God, and that gives me so many pictures. Even now, I took huh? so yeah. many pictures and I just, I remember just crying and crying and crying and it was just such an amazing It's a historical feeling moment. Feeling of joy. Yeah. It's a historical moment that, you know, we all read about, we know so many history moments in our life that we didn't weren't around for. This is one that we actually were around for Mm -hmm. and we can always say that we were a part of that moment. A monumental moment in life. So it's what what makes the current climate so scary because we have to pick up that fight again. Right. Right. But you're doing your part with, I love, um, you know, being a title holder and so forth. Mm -hmm. Um, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, And, and an engaged man. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's so cool. All right. So we got to talk about your parties. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, what, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. And real quick, um, the style of music you like, I read somewhere that you're really into kind of Afro yes. type, which I love all that kind yeah, of. Yeah. Afro tribal, um, really deep house uh, is really, okay, now. that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> and I'm, I love the drums and it's, it's really a great vibe. Um, and I love bringing it to my audiences at, so many of the different events that I play. Um, 
Right now, um, this coming weekend, uh, Saturday night, I'm DJing uh, Antonio Cedeno's party. Who uh, uh, for, for a friend of mine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm DJing um, his mailroom party at Rebar Chelsea. Um, opening set is by uh, fellow DJ Ricardo, and then I'm on I'm on at midnight, and it's going to be a really sick, deep, deep drum vibe that I'm bringing. Cool. We'll list this because this will come out afterwards, but mm-hmm. we'll list it ahead of time. But, yeah. Um, if people want to find your parties uh, or like where keep up with you, how do people do that? Yeah, they can follow me on Facebook at uh, Ted Bishop Nieves, and you will constantly see me promoting and pushing pushing my parties um they can also follow me on mixcloud at dj ted bishop nieves oh cool i love it yeah. i love it very cool um one of the some of the other events that i'm doing um like i mentioned earlier next week is an incredibly busy week we've got our fundraiser for true the true colors fund on thursday night at the eagle from eight to midnight featuring dj bobby duran Oh, we love Bobby. my dear friend Bobby. Uh, yeah, and we love, we I was love just Bobby. hanging out with him. Also, Deep House, <laughs> yes. amazing. Yes. I will be there. Um, I'm so glad I can make that. <laughs> yeah. And once again, True Colors is the foundation that helps homelessness Homel- in, the LGBTQ. in the LGBTQ community. Really cool. Yeah. Here in New York City, across or, the nation. Wow. I love and donations that. are. Uh, what we're going to be doing, we're going to have. Um, we're going to be collecting a door. Okay. 100% of the proceeds from the door are going to go to the True okay. Colors Fund. We're also going to be raffling off um, uh, merchandise from K-Straps, Jock Straps. Uh, we're going to cool. be raffling off a gift certificate for bearskin underwear. Underwear nice. made for bears, by bears. Cool. And a Joseph Abood watch. Um, Ooh, donated by okay, American yeah. Exchange Group, uh, the company I work for. And so, yeah, we've, we've got a, a few prizes there. Nice. Uh, I love it. Yeah. I love it. So that's Thursday night. Then Friday night, I'm going to be at Rock Bar DJing the Soaked event with um, Maddie and Julio Rios. And that is from... 10 p.m. until 3 a.m. or whenever we end up finishing. Um, and then on Saturday night, I'm going to be at my residence, which is at Hangar, where I DJ every other Saturday for a party called Revolution. Uh, so that's a really, nice. that, that party there brings classic house, very, very much the Paradise Garage vibe. And then I bring And that's my, a staple bar. In yeah, it's oh, a staple yeah, bar. we love 25 it. Years, wow. 25 years. Wow. 25 years. Audience out there, when you come to New York I City, I used to sneak in when go. I was little on <laughs> Christopher too? Street. It was like, Christopher Street was always the place to hang out. And I was like 17, couldn't get in anywhere. And I would sneak into there and rawhide all the time. Because they just had an easy door <laughs> to, just, oh boy. Yeah, to slide into. Yeah, the hangar has been I around for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a... Uh, uh, but a young uh, gay cub running around in the city. A couple I was, years ago. I was popping into the hangar myself. So, nice. yeah. Well, I always liked the music and the crowd. It yeah. brings like a juicy, interesting crowd. And it's always fun at night down there. Like, oh, yeah. In the village, it always has that like comforting gay vibe, like all around at pieces and all of the bars. That pure that are, vibe. Yeah. God, yeah, you just totally. can't get rid of that pure vibe no matter what you do. And that's yeah. great. Just like pose and, um, Paris is burning, all that, like, 
Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, the calendar, you will give us the link and we'll put... Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll send you the link and make sure that uh, you guys have access yeah, to that. We want to get this um, calendar out yeah. there. I'm going to get mine. And it's really great work you're doing, DJ yeah, thank you, thank you, Bishop. We're putting a lot of effort into this title year and um, really... You're a busy wanted... man. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, it. Let's hope I can keep up. I love it. <laughs> thank you so much for doing the show. I'm going to try and convince you to be on our Dark and Dirty after show if you will will you be on it (laughs) okay okay cool this out and this is where we go a little bit darker and dirty it's a it's a short podcast but you'll get to learn way more about um ted bishop and that's on the after show and you can go to our patreon page patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex where you can um become a member and you can hear ted bishop's uh dark and dirty after show thank you so much for doing the show what are, and congratulations on being the two-time thank the title holders for both of those if if it's okay with you i'd like to mention one more thing. yeah go ahead um we also i also do a monthly party at rock bar called purgatory Ooh. and it's with john john who, who we a, had on the show yeah we who's a former mr eagle yeah we had him on the show and uh and former mr rock bear and we're going to be uh we do that monthly and we're doing it this this month on september 27th it's a very sexy dark dirty nasty sex friendly party um so definitely come out for that as well it's at rock bar it. nice. wow okay you have to write all these dates down for me so i can get them right <laughs> it is yes. a lot isn't thank it? you so much dj ted bishop sure. and we'll thank also you. list your mixed cloud um on the site as well because we want to hear good. your beats yes as definitely. always jeremy ross lopez thank you for joining me of course and uh stay tuned uh, members for our dark and dirty show in the meantime continue having hot, hot gay, gay sex, sex. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick any area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM Sports account to get started. Then visit your promotion section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. You'll score a prize if you hit a single, double, triple, or home run. There's nothing more exciting than going yard. So swing for the fences with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on the market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.